west of Twin Peaks Radio back again. The Bay Area music scene is tripping. On today's show, local cross-genre psych sounds and a guest artist who embodies that vibe. Plus, tons of new music, including a red-hot Irish sea shanty and Harry's Back, a mix you'll only hear on West of Twin Peaks Radio with MJ Call on the Lost Church Free Radio, San Francisco. As a young girl, Louis Vuitton, with your mother. Hello, hello, hello. MJ back again here in San Francisco. I've got a fantastic show lined up today, including guest artist Jason Quever, a.k.a. Paper Cuts, who went from San Francisco to L.A. and is back again in the Bay Area with a new LP he cooked up during COVID called Past Life Regression. It's That's Paper Cuts, a.k.a. Jason Quever, off his new LP, Past Life Regressions. I'll chat with Jason and dive deep into the album coming up in my second hour. But first, the Bay Area psychedelic music scene couldn't be more on fire right now. So this opening set features four trippy tunes from four completely different bands and artists exploring the many sides of psych. Starting with Sugar Candy Mountain from the East Bay with a new instrumental piece called On Melody.
local artists, four completely different songs that all fall under the psych umbrella. You just heard San Francisco legend Kelly Stoltz, a keeper of the psych scene here in the city, with a new single called Your Name Escapes Me from his upcoming album, The Stylist, coming out in June. Can't wait. Before that, Fresh Psychedelic Soul from the Bay Area's Monophonics, featuring Kelly Finnegan. They've got an album ready for release May 13th and are currently wrapping up a European tour before heading back to California. They'll be at the chapel on June 4th. I also pay, played the East Bay's Chaz Bear, better known as Toro Imwa, and the trippy song Deja Vu off his new LP, Mahal. He's also on the road with dates all over the U.S., often opening for Krungbin. Then he hops across the pond for a series of EU dates. And I started off with the East Bay's Sugar Candy Mountain and On Melody. Incidentally, Sugar Candy Mountain are neighbors with my guest artist this week, Jason Quever of the project Paper Cuts. His new LP, Past Life Regression, heralds not only his return to recording, but his return to the Bay Area after trying L.A. on for size for a few years. We'll talk about that and dive deep into his record at the top of the hour. But first, let's slide right back into more new music. This one from Greek artist Stella, who just recently signed with Sub Pop. This is her new song, Charm. This is MJ, and you're listening to West of Twin Peaks Radio on Lost Church Free Radio. Thanks for tuning in.
Just bringing you into mind, babe You could take your feelings off Or you could take it all off And leave it in the sun rays And dive on in Sink or swim Get lost in commotion Open up for me 
Many regular West of Twin Peaks radio listeners know I'm an unapologetic Harry Styles fan. So, of course, that's Harry's new single, As It Was, off a new LP due May 20th called Harry's House. Is that an oblique reference to Joni Mitchell's Harry's House on Hissing of Summer Lawns? I don't know. He's a huge fan, and we may never know, but that's my speculation. He's headlining Friday night at Coachella. Before Harry, you heard emerging Hawaiian artist Lionel Boy and his new single, Flower Girl. And I started the set off with Greek artist Stella and her new single, Charmed. As we often do here on West of Twin Peaks Radio, let's take a genre turn now and listen to new music from a French-British quartet called Park, featuring Francois and the Atlas Mountains. This is Easy Living.
been looking for the perfect spot to play that song for a few weeks now. That's the massively danceable new song from the UK band Foles called 2AM. They're on a hugely successful EU tour right now, playing and selling out big arenas. Great way to emerge from a pandemic. Before Foles, you heard Dublin band Silverbacks with Archive Material, the title track off their new LP, a project designed to capture the absurd mixture of monotony and creeping disquiet and wicked drollness of our collective COVID experience. And I started the set off with French-British band Park and Easy Livin'. This is MJ, and you're locked into West of Twin Peaks Radio here on Lost Church Free Radio. Remember, my hyper-local second hour is coming up featuring guest artist Jason Quever of Paper Cuts. So don't move a muscle as we dip right back into new music and a surprisingly Irish-sounding sea shanty from Red Hot Chili Peppers. A lazy rain am I The skies refuse to cry Cremation takes its piece of your supply The night is dressed like noon A sailor spoke too soon And China's on the dark side of the moon
wonderful new song from Spoon off an equally wonderful new LP called Lucifer on the Sofa, a great listen from start to finish. Before that, emerging Irish band New Dad, just back from their first ever South by Southwest adventure, the song was called Spring. And yes, that Irish sounding, at least at the beginning, song I started the set off with was the Red Hot Chili Peppers and Black Summer off a new album called Unlimited Love, produced by the amazing Rick Rubin. They're on a world tour playing my least favorite venue of all time, Levi's Stadium, on July 29th. Still a couple of songs to go to get us to the top of the hour in my guest artist segment with Jason Quever, a.k.a. Paper Cuts. Dipping right back into the music, this is the amazing Kurt Vile and a new track off his new LP called Watch My Moves. The song is called Mount Airy Hill.
just heard a terrific new single called Far Rider from British-American dream pop artist Still Corners. Hope there's more where that came from. Not coincidentally, Still Corners is currently on a European tour with my Bay Area guest artist today, Jason Quever. And that's exactly the kind of local music tidbit that you'll learn right here on West of Twin Peaks Radio on Lost Church Free Radio. I'm MJ, and happy you tuned in today. Welcome to the second hyper-local hour of the show. It's time for the weekly guest artist segment featuring Jason Quever and his project known as Paper Cuts. The new LP is a trip in a variety of ways, including inside Jason's head during lockdown. We'll talk with Jason all about that coming up, but first, here's the opening track off the LP, Past Life Regression. The song is called Lodger. Sitting on 
Hello. Great to meet you virtually. And thanks yeah. for taking the time to chat with me. Uh, past life regressions. Is that a reference to your return to the Bay Area from LA? Well, there's another one. See, it's fun. It's fun. It's fun when you get a phrase that feels like it can go a bunch of places. So um, that's the one reason. Yeah. I mean, I think it was a bunch going on. It was sort of pandemic related to like, I felt like all of a sudden everything stopped and I was able to sort of reflect on things I hadn't really thought about before, you know, like mostly like friends and relationships and things. And it seemed like, oh, this, there's like quite a few songs about people in my past. So that's, and I had already liked that phrase. And then, yeah, also I suppose that's, an, I honestly, like, I don't know if I had totally processed that. I must have, but uh, yeah, I mean, coming back here, is another one. It's also, you know, it could be tongue in cheek, sort of about like nostalgia and making fun of myself for being nostalgic sometimes, or it felt open-ended, which I like. So yeah. can, you, can you give me a chronological kind of uh, look at this? When did you first, when did you depart to LA? When did you return? And when did you actually start working on the songs on this album? Um, I think I left in 2015. I had gone through a, a, a difficult breakup. Difficult just in the sense that we had been together a long time and it was uh, it was hard. Um, and I had been in the same place in the Excelsior for about 10 years. So, and I'd felt like a lot of, I was making a living recording bands mostly and split between paper cuts and that, but um, that was, you know, something I liked to do and needed to do was record bands at that house in the Excelsior. So it kind of seemed like everyone was leaving and I needed a change of scenery and there was no way I could move across town at that time. You know, it was just so expensive everywhere. So it yeah. didn't seem like it was even an option to find another place where I could record. It just seemed like even even Oakland seemed like wishful thinking. So so you were one you were one of many artists at mm -hmm. that period of time yeah. who went looking for more affordable pastures basically. Ashamedly, yes. I I'm, I regretted it pretty quick. And <laughs> Did you like, go directly to LA from yeah, here? Yeah. I just knew someone who had a room and I just needed to get out of that house. I felt like I needed to get out of that house even though in retrospect it was a, it was a really great rent and I should have stayed. But um, sometimes you just feel like the golden handcuffs thing just bothered. I didn't like the idea that I'm going to live in the same place for my whole life just because I can't afford to move across town. That really, but that made me mad, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So. So you went to LA and what was your experience there? I mean, you probably connected with more people and did well, continue first... to do your work there. I did. The first year there was really cool that you'd see all these people that you hadn't seen for a while that you met, mostly met people that I had met in San Francisco or the Bay Area, but also some people that you've just met on tour. It seemed like everybody was there. So that was cool at first. And that wears off and you just, I realized, well, I don't, I'm not really a social person like that. I don't go out that much. Unless, I go to shows mostly, but um, I really only ever have a handful of friends that I really want to see a lot. So that was something I hadn't really processed that I wasn't going to be seeing all these people all the time. 
it didn't mean that much to me as I thought it would. At the end of the day, I have like three good friends that I see, you know, and I want to work on music. But but that was really cool at first, and then I got a cool space to do to record, which I did a couple really cool records there, and um, it was downtown, so it was just very hectic there. Every day there was a movie shoot out front, or it's it was on the corner where they sh the, the facade of uh, it's always sunny in Philadelphia. So there was <laughs> always people there like taking picture. It was just nonstop Instagram photos and. So it was a really cool space, but it was also like always some kind of weird noise or something happening. So I just didn't feel like that could last forever. And I just the heat. I just don't like the heat. Yeah. So. Well, and the, the vibe is different, but your the number of connections was expanded for you, I'm assuming. Probably. Yeah. And it was good to sort of reestablish uh, a lot of connections I'd had. Like I went to San Francisco State in the mid 2000s, early to mid. And, um, you know, I, a lot of those people had left. So that was cool to see a lot of people that I hadn't seen in a long time. So now I feel like I have rekindled those friendships in a way that in, even though I'm back here, they, they're a little better than they would have been. So that was cool. And yeah, a lot of great music there, of course. But at the end of the day, I just was like, I feel more at home here. So pr just before lockdown? Just before. We bought a house in Crockett, which was really cheap at the time. Um, Woohoo! Good for yeah. you. <laughs> you <know. laughs> well, I'm just thinking about it now, we really got lucky. Uh, we were visiting our friends in Sugar Candy Mountain, the band Sugar Candy Mountain, who were awesome, and they lived down the street from us. So we would stay there and just sort of fell in love with it. So that was sort of my ticket to be able to come back and have a space that I could play music. Um, and then, yeah, I was still, I still had the space in LA. And then when COVID hit, I just decided to get rid of it because, which was a good choice because no one was wanted to record then. And it wasn't, prob probably wouldn't have had anybody record for a year. I would have been, wouldn't have been able to afford it. So that worked out well. And then I just made this record. So I'm happy with how it turned out. Through the 
None of the songs, none of the 10 songs on past life regressions were written before lockdown. Um, no, I probably had a couple things going. I'm trying to think. So I had a handful, uh, which was really good, I think, because I think if I had to start from scratch, it would have been a much more difficult uh, proposition because it was such a strange time. But I already had a bit of momentum. So I wasn't letting anything kind of bring me down. And things were good for me personally, even though they were bad in the world. Did you immediately, I mean, you know, when the, when the doors literally, you know, like shut and we were forced inside, what was it like March 18th or something of, of 2020, did you immediately start working on the album or did you kind of, were you in this period, you know, like many of us, it was just kind of, what is this? And we've got to figure this out. And, you know, or did you well, immediately more, start working? I felt more thrown by the election. I was obsessed with the news and I was terrified of another Trump era and like literally terrified thinking about moving or just considering the night of the election. We talked about whether we would leave. Uh, leave the country. Yeah. So thank God that didn't happen. So but that stress lasted through January 6th. Yeah, yeah. That was a very stressful time for me. So I think COVID almost, in a weird way, I was still feeling the relief that they didn't steal the election, that it wasn't going to become a police state, that it seemed like it could have become. So I think COVID, I mean, no one knew how it was going to last this long. So I don't think it ever hit anybody at one time. The next few years of your life are going to change, right? So. There was never one moment where I think I fully understood the implications, but um, it was really great timing because I just moved my studio here. So I kind of had to do some rebuilding here. So I, that was like, I think April, I knew I had the motivation to do that so I could make a record here. So I had to like tear down a wall in my basement and um, just kind of get it set up. And you had all the time to do it, you know? Exactly. Once I was packing up out in a cloud, but I couldn't shout there out in a void. I was paranoid when I heard your. impact do you think or do you think there was an impact that COVID it made had a good impact in a weird way your album 
personally, I think it had a good impact in that I just was like, I felt like I had, yeah, I think that, well, A, it enabled me to just leave the, because I was paying a lot of rent on the studio in LA. So that was taking up all of my psychic energy, really. Like, it was like, totally, it was cool because I got to do some projects I would never have been able to do. But, um, but it was just, that was taking up my whole, whole life. And I was going to drive back and forth just to, because I didn't know how I was going to make ends meet. Um, but I knew I wanted to live here. So when the pandemic hit, for me personally, it was an excuse to cut the cord a little bit, which I wanted to do, but I was scared to do. But I knew that I just had to do that. So that, and then I think I just enabled me to get in a mind space where it's okay to just be home and focus on this. And I felt kind of liberated, I guess, that there was no expectation of, of playing shows or anything else. So I felt like I got to, got to experiment more. And it was like, I do like to, I, I, I can work alone. And um, even though I like getting people on the record, I, I can do it alone. So I think also it made me feel less conspicuous about that. Like, fuck it, I'm just gonna do everything or most things and um, just experiment. Album really embraced the the psych folk uh, sound, you know, and I, you know, wondered if that was uh, that was in your mind, in your mind's eye, as the soundscape of the album. No, it's never it's never intentional. Nothing's ever like that. It's more just what comes out and what sounds work on a song. So I'll write a song on a guitar or a piano or organ or something or bass, and then you hear it in your head, but I don't think um, in terms of genres, I just, because in my, I, I like to keep the illusion that it's gonna be unique, even though I know that's not true. At least I have the idea that it's not gonna be too specific of a thing. So I didn't ever think like, it's always funny when you hear back, uh, like I, that's, this is, so you saying that, then the next time someone asks me about the record, I'll say, well, I, I guess it's a little psych folk or, yeah. you know, I don't know. I just don't think on those terms while I'm doing it, just to preserve the illusion that it's it's not anything too specific. Well, I, I and I don't think it is specific and that's what's so wonderful about it because it oh, doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't fit in any sort of pigeonhole. And, and I, I've been seeing 
more music trend that way anyway, that where you can't just pigeonhole it. I, I mean, I appreciate that. And I think that that doesn't turn me on to do something that's like gonna fit perfectly on a Spotify playlist for shoegaze or folk, indie folk or whatever. But I also think it maybe hurts too sometimes because people don't know what it is. And there's there's all scenes around certain types of music um, that I don't, I mean, I've been sort of on the outskirts of like what was called freak folk and shoegaze and, and all these different things, but I never felt like I benefited from that uh, audience that much. Because there's a built-in audience for certain kinds of music, right? Like psych folk and in like the jangle pop scene and and all these other things, which would be nice to ride that wave, you know. And I think there's people that fit into those things that are great and unique. It just does it doesn't work for me. I don't know why. I just at least like I like to think that everything is sort of a, a weird accidental marriage of of influences. proud of some of the lyrics on jacket back uh so and then i co-wrote that with donovan quinn who's a friend of mine from sky green leopards and new bums uh he's a, one of my best buds so that is a great memory it's when you get to uh i had you know i had some lines and then he'll throw some back and then it just feels like you really dot your eyes and cross your t's when you have someone else that can really I mean, he's a better lyricist than I, so it's fun having someone, instead of a place where you might have had a throwaway line, it's actually better than the one you had. So I love, I feel great about that song just for that reason.
jacket back feels like something I'd never done before. It has different parts, it kind of stops and starts, and has... I've always wanted to have more, like, solid uh, commentary or satirical, but it's hard to know when to do that, so I I feel nice that, okay, I got a... I found a place to, you know, throw a punch. Yeah, you got you, you got your yayas out on that. Yeah, one. yeah. It doesn't always work. It doesn't fit. You can't force that. Yeah, that's yeah. kind of what I was saying before. It just has to come out. If I sat down to write a political song, like I used to be obsessed with Bob Dylan, but it's like you can't write. It's just it's, if it doesn't come out naturally, do not try it. It's cold out. show airs you will be in the middle of a fantastic european tour yeah how, how many cities are you hitting gosh and i haven't looked but it must be like 20 at least all Some through, i've never been all through april yeah yeah it's a little overwhelming right now we're going with this band still corners who's doing really well right now they opened for me 10 years ago so wow. it's returning the favor <laughs> here so they seem to do really well out there so also just with covid it was really hard to book a tour so we got lucky that our friends were doing it and asked us to go along it's exciting bunch place in our band just like all the you know everything it's all the thought it's it's all the things you know because it's uh, it's going to be fun to feel i want to feel like a musician that's all i ever wanted you know is just to be one of those people so it feels good to play and play in front of people there's, you know, there's just, there's a lot of hard work involved in doing all this. So it's, um, it's just a, it's an overwhelming thing, you know, cause it is, it's the anxiety, it's the, it's the, uh, you know, it's an exhausting just to do a whole hour per set every night for a month. So. But you actually get to take this record out. Yeah, it feels great. I feel very lucky considering the timing that it's been hard to book shows. So, at the end of the day, I'm, I just really feel, yeah, psyched that we get to like, and I hope we get to do some more uh, American shows too. I, I mean, we're in the middle of booking things, so hopefully we do another run. I was gonna, that was my next question. When you get back in early May, I guess, um, are you gonna be doing like East Coast, Midwest? West Coast? Uh, what do you know? Probably the coast. Yeah, we're just looking at doing like a run of um, like Slumberland themed shows, uh, which would be really cool. Um, in the West Coast in uh, August, um, and then probably a short run on the East Coast, probably sometime around then. So I'm not maybe a little after that. Maybe when it cools off. <laughs> well, congratulations! It's a great album, and thank you so much. Again, best of luck for you on the road and. Take it easy, have fun. Thank you, I will try. <laughs> Bye.
thank you so much. Take care. Okay, bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. Another huge thanks to Jason for taking the time to share his music and story. You'll find Paper Cuts music wherever you buy or stream music. For news about his tour, you can find him on Instagram or Bandcamp at Paper Cuts Music or his website at papercutsmusic.com. This is MJ, and thanks so much for supporting local artists and bands by listening here to my hyper-local second hour of West of Twin Peaks Radio on Lost Church Free Radio. Let's slip back into the music and, appropriately enough, more psychedelic soul. This from Berkeley band The Breathing Room, currently working on their debut LP. This is their new single called Opaque.
nothing thrills me more than watching former West of Twin Peaks radio guest artists like the young emerging band Flamingo Bay grow and create new music. Although I think the quartet that makes up Flamingo Bay is still trying L.A. on for size, we can claim them as a Bay Area band. That was their new tune, Lucky Star. Before that, another former West of Twin Peaks radio guest artist, Justin Kohlberg, a.k.a. Moon Run, and a new single called Line of Sight. And I started the set off with Berkeley's The Breathing Room and Opaque. Yet another former West of Twin Peaks radio guest artist, the trio known as Sass and Harmony, also has a wonderfully harmonious new song out. This is the enchanting tune, Coyote. I feed the coyote the blood of my heart. Oh, I feed the coyote the blood of my heart. Oh, I feed the coyote the blood of my heart. And their teeth crush the muscle of my
green screen I want all my records to be playing on repeat I want everything I've done to feel like it's complete I want every day to feel this free
song by the Reckless Strangers, formerly known as the Well-Known Strangers, called You Just Hurt. I'm guessing they've got an album coming out soon. Before that, you heard Santa Cruz Mountain born, raised, and still making music together, the Kofus Brothers, with the song Feel This Free. They also have a new LP coming out soon called Turn My Radio Up, recorded in the home of Mother Hips co-founder Tim Bloom. And the set started off with a marvelous East Bay trio of women called Sass and Harmony and their new song, Coyote. That about does it for another episode of West of Twin Peaks Radio here on Lost Church Free Radio. Remember, the Lost Church is more than just a wonderful 24-7 music streaming radio station. It's a fantastic venue located in Santa Rosa, featuring tons of local and emerging touring artists soon to be opening the doors at a second venue located right here in San Francisco's North Beach neighborhood. You can find out who's playing and get tickets by visiting their website at thelostchurch.org. Next Friday, right here on West of Twin Peaks Radio, my guest artist will be Cave Clove, the project of frontwoman Katie Culver. She joins me for a great chat and deep dive into their new LP that's dropping next week called The Muscle and the Meaning. Until then, follow me on Instagram at WOTP underscore Radio MJ or listen to archive shows on Apple Podcasts or Spotify by searching for West of Twin Peaks Radio. I'm going to leave you today with a fresh single from the, that upcoming guest artist, Cave Clove. The song is called Go Big. Take care all. Treat people with kindness. Have a great week. Peace. I never been able to stay in when I'm under your wing I always thought you could fit into my dream I, As a once in a while thing I wanted you, I stood by you You were ready for me Now I wouldn't have you All I wanted was to sit by the seashore And stay till sunset